Welcome to the Confident Retirement Podcast. How confident are you when it comes to life's biggest money decisions? What is real financial peace and how can you get it? Chris Flaming and Mark Peachy are the founders of LPF Advisors in Sarasota, Florida. They bring together the brightest minds to show you how to have a more confident financial future. They empower listeners with common sense concepts and financial wisdom. And now, here are your hosts, LPF Advisors. Hey there. Welcome to the Confident Retirement Podcast brought to you by LPF Advisors. I'm your host here as always, Chris Flamming. And today I have the pleasure or maybe not the pleasure of hosting myself. Um, I wanted to do a a quick episode on what to do with your excess cash. I've been getting a lot of questions from clients recently on options that they might have for excess money that they're holding in the bank, maybe in a spot that's not really making anything. Um, And a lot of people have heard about other places that you could potentially put that where it's still relatively safe and accessible, but it's making much more interest than maybe sitting in a checking or savings account. So I wanted to go through some of those options today. There's a lot of things you could do. Um, There's a pretty exhaustive list, but I'm just going to cover a few today that will help you make some decisions about whether it might make sense or not to take some of your excess cash and put it in another place. So just a few considerations before we get started. The first one is, is you always want to make sure that you have a emergency fund or what we call a war chest, which would be about six to 12 months of your core expenses in the bank, readily accessible uh, in case you lose your job or something happens. All right. And then the, what we're going to talk about today would be considerations for money that you have beyond your operating account, maybe a checking account that you pay all your bills out of, all right? The third consideration would be how important it is for the money that you're going to use for this excess cash to be liquid, and also what assurances or potential guarantees that you would want um, attached to the money. So I'll go through all that stuff as we're going through. And I want to keep the episode relatively short to give you really good information so you can make some decisions about what you might want to do with your excess cash. So we're going to talk about today savings accounts. We're going to talk about money markets. We're going to talk about certificates of deposit. And we're also going to touch on money market funds. Now, all of these financial tools are pretty popular choices for people who want to earn higher interest. Um, And in the episode today, we'll explain how these work, what the benefits are, what the drawbacks are, and some tips for choosing the right account that might be appropriate for you. So first, let's start with savings accounts. These are, everyone's pretty familiar with this. These are deposit accounts that are offered by banks and credit unions that allow you to save money and earn interest on your savings. They are FDIC insured up to $250,000 per registration. And the interest rates on savings accounts are usually lower than other financial tools that we'll talk about, but they do offer a big convenience. And that is easy access to your money when you need it. So it's highly liquid. There is no requirement to leave it there any period of time. Okay. So the next thing would be uh, a money market account at a bank. And these are similar to savings accounts in that they're highly liquid, but they typically offer higher interest rates and they do usually require a higher minimum balance to open them and to maintain them. So with a savings account, there aren't those requirements. Money markets, there probably will be. 
They also offer usually a limited check writing ability. That's so many checks per month or so many withdrawals that you can do. And so those are a good option for people who need a little more flexibility um, with what they can do with the money, but also don't need the high access or the high liquidity to those. And money markets, as long as they are at banks, they also have those that FDIC insurance in place up to 250000 per account registration. All right. The next thing we have that are also bank products are certificates of deposit or CDs. So these are timed accounts. And what I mean by that is you are required to keep the money in the account for a set period of time, usually ranging from three months all the way up to five years. Now, in return for locking it up for that period of time, generally the CDs offer higher interest rates than the money market accounts and the savings accounts. But you are locked in to keep it there. If you take it out early, there's usually some kind of a consequence, like a loss of interest. Um, However, if you do need to withdraw the money, as I mentioned, before the CD matures, then there could be penalties. So you want to check with your bank. Now, those are also FDIC insured up to $250,000 per registration. And you would want to go on your website of your bank or check other banks and see what their savings accounts, their money market accounts, and their certificate of deposit rates are and then make a decision from there. And it's not a be-all, end-all. You wouldn't have to do one or the second or the other. You could also do a combination of any of the things that I mentioned. Now, uh, a fourth choice for excess cash that you could choose to do is what is called a money market fund. And it's important to make the distinction here. We are now stepping outside of the FDIC insurance realm And so a money market fund is another option for people who want to get a higher interest rate on excess cash. These are funds, they're mutual funds that are offered by investment companies. They invest in short-term, very low-risk securities such as treasury bills, T-bills, or certificates of deposit. And they usually offer higher rates than savings accounts and money market accounts at banks and sometimes CDs, but they do carry some level of risk. Now, it's not stock market risk. Um, Money market funds are not FDIC insured, meaning that if the investment company that sponsors the money market fund, if they were to fall into hard financial times or to go bankrupt or become insolvent, you could lose some or all of the investment. Now, there's really not a history of that, so that um, is improbable, but you should know that there is no FDIC insurance on these types of products. Now, there are some other things beyond the four things that I just mentioned that could be appropriate for excess cash. And I might do a different um, episode on those to talk about those. I'll just mention them here. So treasuries, which I I talked about just a second ago, treasury certificates, T-bills, I-bonds are in the conversation right now, municipal bonds, which have provide some tax free uh, interest and also municipal bond mutual funds. So we could address those on a future episode and I'll probably do that based on the feedback that I get from this one. Now that we've covered the basics of each of those account types, I want to talk about some of the benefits and the drawbacks and pluses and the minuses of each one. So for savings accounts, they're a good option for people who want really easy access, high liquidity to their money, and they don't need to earn a high interest rate on that portion that they might put in a savings. 
Um, the drawback is, is interest on savings accounts is usually much lower than the other account types that we've discussed. Um, so you may not get up as much over time as you would in one of the other three that we mentioned. Um, with the money market account, these are good options for people who want to earn a higher interest rate than savings, and they need some flexibility like check writing, um, but they might not necessarily be, have to take money in and out of these accounts on a frequent basis. So the drawback is, is they could require a higher minimum balance to open them um, or to maintain them. So if you wouldn't, if you're not able to do that, that might not be a good choice. All right. Um, CDs are a good option for people who want to get a higher interest rate on their excess cash, but they don't need access to the funds for some set period of time. So commonly what we will do with clients, if we're going to do CDs, uh, we do a strategy called laddering. Um, it's not a new concept but you would do maybe three or four CDs and do different maturities, say six months, 12 months, 18 months, two years. So then you're not locking all the money up for a long period of time. And if interest rates continue to rise, you'd be able to reinvest at higher rates as those shorter term CDs come due. Okay. Um, big drawback with the CDs. If you take it out early or if you have to withdraw it, there's usually some lots of interest or some kind of a penalty. Lastly, with the money market funds, they offer uh, higher interest rates often than savings accounts and money market accounts, pretty similar to CDs, but they also come with some risks. As I mentioned, if the investment company that sponsors them has uh, financial problems, then there could be illiquidity or you could lose some or all of your investment. So if the FDIC insurance is really important and you don't mind locking up the money, the CD rates are right now pretty close to what the money market funds are. But if you're okay with not having FDIC insurance on the money and you um, value liquidity and having access um, to it in a very short period of time, then the money market fund um, may be an appropriate choice. Okay. So I hope that was helpful. Um, I appreciate you tuning in. Um, as always, we're here for questions. You can contact us or email us. And um, I appreciate you all tuning in for the Confident Retirement Podcast brought to you by LPF Advisors, where we are hoping to raise the retirement and financial confidence of everyday people to another level, one show at a time. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. Be well. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Confident Retirement Podcast with Chris and Mark from LPF Advisors. For more information on them and retiring confidently, please visit lpfadvisors.com. If your ears are pleased and your mind is now at ease, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.